Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm gonna finish up the series I started a few days ago where I go through each round of Fantasy Football ADP and talk about whether or not I would buy or sell each player at their current draft price. So I've already gone through rounds one through three. So now it's time for me to finish up by talking about rounds four and five in today's video. So if you like the content, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. Then let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. But let's just get right into it. Starting off with the first pick of the fourth round, it is Cooper Cup, and this is gonna be a buy for me. I really like Cooper Cup as a mid to high-end wide receiver two option this season. I really like this Rams offense. I have Cup and Robert Woods back-to-back in my rankings. I think both of these guys are gonna feast with Matthew Stafford, so I feel very confident picking him here at the 37th overall slot. At pick 38 and 39, we have David Montgomery and Chris Carson going back-to-back, and I'm gonna be buying in on both of these running backs' ADPs. I think both of these guys are gonna be getting the workhorse touches in their offense. I personally would pick Chris Carson before David Montgomery, but I think both of these guys are solid buys if you're looking for your RB2, maybe even your RB3 here in the fourth round. Next, we have three straight wide receivers coming off the board from picks 40 to 42. It's Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, and DJ Moore. I've already bought in on the first three players of this round, and I'm going to be buying in on all three of these wide receivers as well. I think you could really rank these wide receiver twos in a variety of different orders. You know, personally, I would stick with this order right here, Julio Jones, then Chris Godwin, and then DJ Moore. But I really couldn't fault you if you had these guys switched around. You know, they're all very close together and all have their own kind of pros and cons for the 2021 season. So I think middle of the fourth round is a very appropriate place to be picking these guys. At pick 43, we have Daryl Henderson breaking up this run at wide receiver, and he is also going to be a buy from me here in the middle of the fourth round. You know, as long as he remains the workhorse and the Rams aren't bringing in new competition, he's going to continue to move up my board because he just has that opportunity to get extreme workhorse volume. You know, I don't think he's going to perform as well as Cam Akers might have, but I mean, if he's getting a similar workload, he's going to have a very high upside this season. You know, from the start, the Rams have talked about not wanting to bring a veteran in. And, you know, I didn't really believe them at the beginning, but they haven't done it yet. It seems like they're content to roll with Daryl Henderson. And so I'm going to be more and more interested in buying into Daryl Henderson. We have another stretch of wide receivers here at pick 44, 45, and 46. And all three of these guys are very young wideouts. We have two sophomores and one rookie. So first up, we have Brandon Ayuk at 44, Jamar Chase at 45, and then T. Higgins at 46. For Brandon Ayuk, I'm going to be selling this ADP, and this was kind of a tough call. I was very close to, you know, a buy, but I do think I have to fall with the sell. I just don't feel very confident here picking him in the middle of the fourth round. I don't think he should be going within a few picks of guys like Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, DJ Moore. I don't really think he's quite at that level, and there are still guys going behind him like Deontay Johnson, some workhorse running backs like Mike Davis. So that's why I'm passing on him here. He could definitely prove me wrong. I definitely think he has the talent. I just don't know if he's going to be able to get enough volume to really prove to be a top tier fantasy wide receiver. And I'm also going to be selling the guy going after him, Jamar Chase. From what we've seen in training camp, there is no indication that Jamar Chase is going to be the wide receiver one on this team. It seemed like he had that potential, you know, going into training camp with all the talent he showed in college. But so far, T. Higgins has been balling out. 
and we haven't really heard a ton of positive news reports from Jamar Chase. That doesn't mean he's going to suck. doesn't mean he's going to be a bust, but he may not be able to break out and have a huge, you know, Justin Jefferson-esque rookie season, and that's okay. But that leads me into buying T. Higgins here at pick 46. If Jamar Chase isn't going to be the wide receiver one, then I think there is a great chance that T. Higgins takes over that role. He showed how capable he was at the end of last season, and I do think this is going to be a high-powered passing attack. Joe Burrow has all these weapons, and if T. Higgins can really be that number one guy, I think he's going to have a ton of value here being drafted as a lower-end wide receiver too. We have the fourth tight end coming off the board here at pick 47, and it is Kyle Pitts. And I'm going to be selling this ADP fairly hard. I just think this is too early for Kyle Pitts to go. He's obviously a top prospect at the tight end position, but he is just going over proven guys. I think he should be going much closer to TJ Hawkinson and Mark Andrews. I actually have Hawkinson ranked ahead of him, and he's going, you know, start of the sixth round compared to Pitts's late round four value. So this is definitely going to be a punt for me. It could turn out, you know, if he balls out his rookie season, but there's just too much risk here to be passing up on other proven assets around him. To finish up the fourth round, we have Deontay Johnson going as the last pick, and this is going to be a major buy for me this year. I think he's going to be the wide receiver one on the Steelers team. Big Ben may not be what he was in his prime, but I think that may only benefit Deontay Johnson because he's going to be used a lot in the short game. He's going to get a lot of volume, especially in half point PPR and PPR formats. I think Deontay Johnson is a great wide receiver two to have. Now let's move on to round five, where we start off with wide receiver Adam Thielen going as the 49th overall pick. And this is going to be a buy for me. I definitely don't think he's going to replicate his 2020 season where he finished as a wide receiver one on a points per game basis, but I still think he's going to have a very solid role in this offense. The Vikings offense has proven they can support two wide receivers. They've done it a bunch of years in a row. And so I think Adam Thielen will really have some nice value here as a lower end wide receiver two option. Then we've got Miles Sanders coming in as the 50th overall pick. And this is also going to be a buy for me. I'm not super high on Miles Sanders. You know, I think there are a lot of red flags flags here, but you kind of get what you pay for. And going in round five, Miles Sanders does have the chance to be a workhorse running back. And so it could, you know, prove to be some solid value. If he ends up splitting carries, then he's likely going to be a bust at this ADP. But I do think there's a fairly wide range of outcomes. So it's a little bit more of a risky pick because we don't know exactly what his usage is going to be. But I do think it has some pretty serious payoff if he does end up securing that workhorse role. So I'd be totally fine buying him here. You know, if you really need a running back two or even maybe a running back three on your roster. Next up, we have Josh Allen going as the third pick of the fifth round. This is the second quarterback off the board. Remember, we saw Patrick Mahomes being drafted at the end of the third round. And this is going to be a buy for me. And Josh Allen isn't even my quarterback two in my rankings. He's actually my quarterback four behind Kyler and Lamar Jackson. But I still think this is some solid value. I talked about how I was selling on Patrick Mahomes. But here, you know, Josh Allen going almost a round and a half after Mahomes. I think this is the much better buy here. It might not be my personal preference to be drafting him this early. I would much rather wait and get a guy like Kyler or Lamar Jackson, who as you can see are going later in the round, or even some of these later options like Brady, Tannehill, Stafford. 
I've gone through that whole spiel a ton, but I still think he's going to be finishing right around Patrick Mahomes. He could easily have a better season than him. So I do think the fifth round is a much more fair price for one of these top quarterbacks. After Josh Allen, it's wide receiver Chase Claypool coming off the board at the 52nd overall pick. And this was kind of a tough call for me, but I ended up going with a buy. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty with the Steelers offense. You know, who's going to be the wide receiver two? Who's going to be the second option? You know, how are these targets going to be distributed? How is Big Ben going to play? Those are all very reasonable concerns, but I'm willing to buy in here on Chase Claypool's overall talent. He put together a very solid rookie season. I actually think it went a little bit under the radar to some of these other guys. You know, when Justin Jefferson goes absolutely berserk, it kind of lessens some of these other guys' achievements. Guys like him, T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, all these guys put together very solid rookie seasons. So I think he will have the opportunity to build on it. He's a big time playmaker. And so I'm willing to take a little bit of a risk here in the beginning of the fifth round. Up next, we have the third overall quarterback and the second quarterback in this round. And it's Kyler Murray. He is my QB two in my rankings. So I'm a big fan of Kyler Murray. And this is going to be a buy for me in this slot. I'm going to keep going back to the Patrick Mahomes draft price. But I mean, if I'm able to get Kyler Murray around and a half after Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to be buying in on that all day. I think Kyler Murray has a higher ceiling than Patrick Mahomes. And so this is a much more palatable price for an early round quarterback. Coming in at pick 44 and 45, I have back-to-back sells. And that's going to be Travis Etienne at 54 and Odell Beckham at 55. For Travis Etienne, I just think he's going way too early for a guy that doesn't have an established workload as the workhorse running back. I think he's going to be the primary pass catcher in this Jaguars offense, but I do think James Robinson is going to be heavily involved in the run game, the red zone work. A lot of that stuff is just going to limit Travis Etienne's overall ceiling, and I don't think he's going to have enough upside as just a receiving back to live up to this fifth round ADP. So there's no shot I'm taking him over guys like Mike Davis. There was a little bit of uncertainty with Miles Gaskin, but those kind of guys, I just think this ADP is a little bit inflated for him and he has a lot of rookie hype going for him. Then the next sell is Odell Beckham. I think his name is always going to give him a little bit of an inflated draft price. You know, this isn't as bad as it's been in recent years, but when I just look at him in this offense, I still think he's a very capable NFL wide receiver, a very good NFL wide receiver, but this is just a terrible fit in this Browns offense. They are so run heavy. And you know, people kind of want to point to last year. He had some flashes, some solid games, but here's the thing. We saw a full Odell Beckham season, 16 games in 2019. And that was before, you know, they went to this Kevin Stefanski insanely run heavy attack and Odell Beckham was still not able to impress with that full season. So I just don't see the upside here when they're probably going to be running the ball even more than they did in 2019. And he's coming off this ACL injury. I'm just not seeing it. And I do think there are better options at the position going later in the fifth round and then even in the sixth round. At pick 56th, we have the third quarterback of this round and it is Lamar Jackson. And basically I have the same argument for Kyler Murray here. This is gonna be a buy. Lamar Jackson has a much higher ceiling than a guy like Patrick Mahomes who's going in the third. 
We saw him finish as the QB1 in 2019. I think he still has that upside. The Ravens have invested in the passing game. We know he has the wheels, which gives him a really solid floor. But now they have guys like Rashad Bateman, Sammy Watkins that came in. And so I think he's going to be in store for a major bounce back season. And I do like this value late in the fifth round. We have running back Josh Jacobs coming in at the 57 overall slot. And this may be a surprise, but I'm going to be buying him at this ADP. I am not a big fan of Josh Jacobs. You know, I don't think he's going to have a big season this year. I think his upside is very low and capped. But I mean, you kind of get what you pay for a late fifth round running back. I think this is an appropriate spot for him. He's going to get a decent amount of volume, but he's going to need a lot of touchdowns to support that. I don't think he's going to have a big role in the receiving game. And I do think his volume from last year is going to be cut into by Kenyon Drake, but he's still going to be the top dog in that running back room. So, I mean, he is leading a backfield of a capable offense. So late fifth, I think is fair. At pick 58, I'm going to be selling Jerry Judy. I think his ADP is way too high. Of all these rookie receivers from last year, I think Jerry Judy is being widely overrated. I think he's very flashy. He has some really solid route running, but I do not think he should be a fifth round pick. He should not be going ahead of Cortland Sutton. I know Cortland Sutton is coming off of a pretty serious injury, but I still think he is the superior wide receiver, and I'm just not a fan of this Broncos offense. You know, obviously Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater balled out in preseason, but that's exactly what it is. It's preseason. I don't expect either of them to become great NFL quarterbacks and be able to support Sutton, Judy, Fant, Hamler, all these guys. I'm just not seeing it. So I'm just not going to be investing in this Broncos passing attack or even their run offense, to be honest. So this is going to be a pretty hard sell for me here. There's another wide receiver going right after Judy here at pick 59, and that is Robbie Anderson. This is going to be a buy for me. Robbie Anderson had a really solid season last year, and that was in this offense with three very capable wide receivers. Obviously, he was one, and then DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. Now you do have Terrace Marshall coming in, but he's going to be a rookie, and you had Curtis Samuel leaving. So I think Robbie Anderson could actually see an increase in volume. He's a great guy to have in half-point PPR and full-point PPR, and he also has that connection with Sam Darnold from the Jets. You know, maybe that gives him some help at the beginning of the season. You know, he might be that guy that Sam Darnold feels comfortable with, has some reliability in him, and so I really like him here at the end of the fifth round. The last pick of the sixth round is Mark Andrews, and this was a tough decision for me, but I ended up going with a sell, and here is the reason why. First off, I have TJ Hawkinson ranked ahead of him, so I wouldn't really want to reach here for Mark Andrews at the end of the fifth round. I feel much more comfortable drafting the second tier of tight end with Hawkinson, Andrews, and Pitts at the start of the sixth round at the earliest. I just think end of the fifth round is a little bit of a reach, maybe in super competitive leagues, you know, when everyone else's picks are pretty spot on. But then you also still have workhorse running backs like Mike Davis on the board. So, you know, if I could be going with Davis or Hawkinson here, that's what ends up leading me to selling Mark Andrews' current price. So that is going to wrap it up for buying or selling rounds four and five of ADP. If you guys enjoyed the video, please leave a like and subscribe to the channel. And then let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. What guys do you agree with? Which players do you disagree with? You know, did I say sell and you thought it should be a buy? Was I buying them and you were going to be selling them? Let me know and give me your reasoning down below. I'll respond to everyone who comments. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you for stopping by and I'll see you guys tomorrow.